0: Cancel? Seriously? Seriously? After all this? After everything he'd been doing? It, it's impossible. I say this all the time. It is impossible to analyze this hockey franchise. It just is. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacovich of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. And if you happen to be into football, and or baseball. I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates right where you found this. But the Penguins took to the ice in Cranberry yesterday for their first practice at home in a while, and they did so without Jake Gensel. And it was learned afterward that he has an upper body injury and will be out week to week. That's the Mike Sullivan applied term there. When he uses week-to-week, for those of you who are new to following this team, you're probably talking about something that's roughly three to four weeks. It's not a quick return. Uh, His separation will always be day-to-day, week-to-week, or longer-term. Longer-term are the really bad ones. And For that assessment to come up and then seeing how Jake uh, blocked a shot in Seattle with his hand went off for a while it doesn't exactly take uh, super sharp detective skills to know that he busted a hand in there. Oh, by the way, it also means that he continued playing with it and scored a couple of goals with it. But let that add to the legend while everyone is all sad that he's out. And it it stinks. There's no sugarcoating that. There's no positives to losing a player who was legitimately the hottest in the NHL. And not just over the seven goals that he had in the last four games. This has been going on for a month now. This level of production uh for a spell there, he was the only player scoring. And he was starting to bring out some of the best in Sidney Crosby that we talked about earlier this week. And, and it's it's just bad. This team needs points. This team doesn't just need to get better from the chemistry standpoint, from the gearing up, from the playoff standpoint, and all that other stuff that we usually talk about when we're talking about a regular season in Pittsburgh. This team needs to make the playoffs and that is no picnic in this metro division to try to do it with Jake out now for whatever it's going to end up being is it's another blow it's another blow on a really long list of those things so what has to happen what's the compensation what is the bar that'll get raised by somebody and who will be the one to do it this portion of daily shot of penguins is brought to you by the good people at the greater pittsburgh community food bank where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western pennsylvania they in turn need your help find out how one dollar can be turned into five full meals For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. I've got a couple nominees here for players who can lift things up in Jake's absence. One is Evgeny Malkin, who is getting closer to returning. He did practice with the team yesterday, still in the no-contact sweater, so it's not as if he's banging on the door. But it's not going to be long now. Brian Rust didn't take the ice with the team, but he was visible at the practice session. He exists. He's going to come back at some point. <laughs> so I'll start by taking the easiest choices and nominating those two. But that's not that's not going to do it. That's not going to do it. What you really need, with a little bit of deductive logic here, is a winger who isn't scoring, who's capable of scoring, to start scoring. And yes, of course, that leads us to Kasperi Kapanen. Well, those are pretty big shoes to fill. Obviously, Jake's been um, one of our best players, if not our best player, um, you know, for a long period now. So um, just use my speed, try to get open, try to get Sid and and rod the puck. I just got to step up my game. Yeah, he knows. He knows. About a week before the regular season, I had a one-on-one talk with Capitan. This was after one of those exhibition games in which he was just totally dominant. I mean, all over the puck. Really creative, showed a lot of good vision, was utilizing his line mates, hitting the trailing defensemen when they would join the rush. And the only thing that he couldn't do in those exhibitions is still the only thing that he can't do. And that's shoot and score in that order. Now, realize that's going to come across as overly simplistic. But Kapanen is someone who, from the day he showed up for his first development camp in Pittsburgh, 18 years old, could snipe with anyone who was out there he was picking corners not not picking he was pinging corners you know ping because he could do that it was the one thing as you looked at his game that you'd have no doubt that he was going to be able to do in the NHL similar in a way to daniel sprong that you just saw that finishing touch and you were just like wow that's got no chance of ever going into a slump. Now, Capitan has more tools than Sprong ever will. Kapanen is one of the fastest players in the National Hockey League. He is, in fact, the fastest player on the entire Pittsburgh roster. So why does Evan Rodriguez look faster? And why are other players on the puck more consistently and more steadily without getting knocked off it, or more to the point, knocked off the skates entirely. Why does Kapanen spend so much time prone on the ice? And most puzzling, by a million miles, why can't he get that shot off? Most of the time, we're not talking about, oh, the shot just missed, or great save by the goalie, or he snake bit. We're talking about the failure to execute the actual shot again and again and again. So maybe, maybe what he needs is what Mike Sullivan appeared to line up for him in this practice yesterday. He moved Kapanen to the top line alongside Sidney Crosby and Evan Rodriguez. How that's going to work, no idea. No, no earthly idea. And I mean, even including the Rodriguez part, no idea how this will work. Jake was making that line go. And it won't be Capitan making the line go. So that's not something that he's going to replace. It's not anything that he should try to replace. What he needs to do more than anything else is stop being Mr. Nice Guy from the exhibition season. Stop trying to set up everybody else. Stop coming to these awful, awful skate stops upon entering the zone. Go forward. Skate forward. Go wide on defensemen. You know why? Because you can beat every single one of them with that speed by going wide on them. Stop pulling up. You're only doing them a favor. You're not Wayne Gretzky. You don't need to circle inside the blue line and survey the scene. Take the puck to the net. Take yourself to the net and bear down on those shots. He's not going to be Gensel. He's probably not going to be Rodriguez. But he can contribute so much more than he has When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for just one question. That's brought to you always on this program by Fubo TV monthly cost of cables over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels including AT&T SportsNet Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners of this show a 7-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Just go to fubotv.com/dk. fubotv.com/dk. And today's J1Q comes from Brian Gluck, who asks What are your current thoughts regarding the likelihood of NHL players in the Winter Olympics, given the recent indefinite postponement of the figure skating Grand Prix, which was originally scheduled to take place next weekend in Osaka, Japan? Brian, I don't think it's going to come down to uh, what other sports or what other international federations do in approaching the Olympics, the coronavirus the Chinese government, and all the various other factors swirling around Beijing. I think it's going to come down to one very simple thing, and that is this. How does the NHL itself maintain its schedule on this side of the ocean? Here's what I mean by that. There's a three-week break if you've looked ahead on your schedule. And one of the reasons that that's built in that way was in case you started to see a bunch of teams having to have their schedules rearranged because of COVID. To date, we've only seen that happen to the Senators and to the Islanders. Even though the Penguins had a bunch of COVID guys, you'll recall at one point, including Mike Sullivan, they were able to maintain enough uh, participation that they could continue playing. Didn't necessarily play very well, but they kept playing. The players want to go. The NHL Players Association bargained for that in the labor agreement. And you'll recall they've had to give a lot. The players want to go. The international players will die to go. They believe very deeply in the honor of representing your country at the Olympics. Gary Bettman, on the other hand, never wants to go. He's done with the Olympics. Um, He has heard loud and clear from the owners, who are his bosses, that they don't believe they're worth the hassle. They don't believe they're worth the injury risk. And they would just as soon not go. It doesn't matter. It was collectively bargained away. So for Bettman to say we're not going to Beijing, he's going to have to come up with a case that's very compelling and that has nothing to do with pre-existing disputes regarding the Olympics. It would have to be something about how those three weeks are vital to the NHL's schedule, if they are needed for a bunch of makeup games, so that the league doesn't, for the third year in a row, have its playoffs uh, you know pushed back deep into the summer, at some point or other, things have to get back to normal, and that's the only way, the way I see it, that the league will say to everybody. We just can't go. We can't go. This has gotten too bad. We're going to stay here. They're going to go. They're going to go, Brian. Um, I don't think you're going to see something that's uh, political or economic or socioeconomic that's going to keep the NHL out. That's already uh, been addressed by agreeing to go. And if you're not aware of this, they have until January 10 to firmly commit to going or to say that they're not going. I fully expect that they will. They haven't gone this far just to change their minds now. And again, since it's only been the senators and the islanders and nobody else, I I don't expect that you'll see them need, need those three weeks. Appreciate the question, Brian. Appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Let's do it again tomorrow